the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for Grace to the Bay with Dr. Roger Chen. Dr. Chen is the pastor at Grace Church of the Bay Area, a church committed to glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ through verse-by-verse expository preaching to learn exactly what God has revealed in His Word. Now, here's Dr. Chen with today's message. Early Christians. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning as we continue our study of 1 Corinthians. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 11. We find ourselves this morning in the third chapter of verses 10 and 11 of 1 Corinthians as we continue our verse-by-verse study through this epistle. Let me read that for you, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. According to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it, for no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. This morning I want to give you from these two verses our outline, which is simply five elements of building the church. The first element of building the church is the competence. The second element of building the church, the contractor, which leads us to our third element of building the church, the construction, the construction. Continuing in verse 10, Paul writes, I laid a foundation and another is building on it. This is the actual constructing, the building of the church. There's a very basic order of events here. Foundation, then building. And we know that Paul laid the foundation in that he planted the church. He led people to Christ and then taught them. In other words, the foundation is the gospel. The foundation is Jesus Christ, as we'll see more in a minute. And now that he's gone, others are building upon the foundation. And that started with Apollos. And it's important to know that when Apollos came in, after, after Paul left, as Paul's successor, he didn't have to lay a new foundation. He didn't say, this is wrong, let's rip it up and start again. He didn't need to tweak or fix the original. His building was based off of the foundation that was laid by Paul, which was the gospel. You see, with Paul laying the foundation and leaving, and then Paul is coming, and then others coming after him, there was nothing wrong or unplanned there. Paul never had in mind that he would come and establish the church, and that would be it. No more building, we're done. He's not offended that Apollos came, and then others came in after Apollos to continue the construction. I mean, think about it. A foundation laid would be a waste And pointless if there was no further construction. Trying to build without a foundation is equally fruitless and frankly dangerous. The core of Paul's planting, his laying the foundation of the church, 
was leading the Corinthians to faith. That is the foundation of any church, believers. And the building would be the preaching and the the furtherance of their faith through instruction, teaching the Bible, to build up the faith and the spirituality of those who were part of the foundation. Now, of course, this would also include further evangelism and more converts. But again, the gospel was the foundation. In 2 Corinthians 12.19, don't turn there, he tells the Corinthians that everything he has done in his ministry is for their upbuilding, for the building up of these saints. In 2 Corinthians 13.10, he speaks of the authority from God to build up the church and not tear down. In Ephesians chapter 2, in fact, would you turn there with me? Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 19 through 22. I'll give you a second to get there. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. Again, this is the Apostle Paul writing about this topic. Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. And here it is. Having having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Now today, this building up among the churches is continuing all over the world and is still a continuous process and will be, until the end of days. Because we are all still being taught, we are all still being grown, we are all still being edified. And now that we, uh, believers today, are further into the church age, there are others than the officers mentioned in Ephesians chapter 2 that are doing this work. In many ways, we are all doing this work in teaching, encouraging, admonishing, rebuking one another, challenging one another, answering questions, giving feedback in in small group and men's group and women's group and in personal discussions and on the phone and emails and things like that. Now, I don't want to stray too far from the actual context of what Paul is writing here that speaks of teachers and preachers within the church, But the principle does apply to all of us. But it only applies to the degree that we follow the blueprints which Paul started with, which is the gospel. And Paul provides a warning to that effect in our next element of building the church, which is the code. The code. At least in America, when a building is constructed, it must be to code, to regulation. The government will send out inspectors throughout the construction process to make sure that things are safe and done according to building code. So it must be with the church. Look at the end of verse 10. But each man must be careful how he builds it. The person who goes on to build the church must be careful. Very careful. Each man or each one is primarily referencing evangelists, pastors, and teachers who are building on the foundation that the apostles and 
that the apostles laid a couple thousand years ago. But again, the principle does apply to all Christians. We all need to be careful. Just as I need to be careful that what I teach you is from the Bible, it is what the Bible says, so you too, when you comfort or counsel another believer, encourage another believer, or even an unbeliever, you cannot twist the scriptures to accommodate their feelings or your fear. In other words, just because you're not a pastor does not mean you can be careless. It does not mean you have any less accountability to God to accurately represent him and his word. You have to be very, very careful. Sometimes the most accurate thing you can say when someone asks you a question is, I don't know. I find oftentimes that Christians on a lay level, which means uh, not a pastor or an elder, they're just a a, a, a faithful Christian, they often, in small group discussions or even in casual discussions, they think that because they're not leading, that they can give insight that blends Scripture with their own secular understanding of things. They, they maybe not maliciously or purposely, but they twist scripture and they know they're not sure, but they think it's okay to put that forth for all the other Christians and non-Christians to hear without any disclaimers that I may be wrong, I'm not sure about this, I haven't studied that, and they just sit back because, hey, hopefully the leader of the group will fix what I've just said. Well, even if he or she does, what you have said is ringing in the ears of someone that may have just tuned that out as they accept that truth, what you have just said. Now, this may be a temptation to say nothing. Look, we're not all scholars of the scriptures. But what I am saying is whatever you say and do, whether it's in the privacy of your own home or from a pulpit in your basement or at a church or whatever it may be, you need to be accurate about what the word of God says. Inaccuracy is not okay just because you're not a pastor. And it's not okay when you're a pastor just because you're not online or on television. Or because your twisting of scripture has tripled, quadrupled your church size. You, you can't twist scripture. We need to be accurate. We are all building up the church. Yes, Grace Church of the Bay Area is the primary responsibility of building our church, whether you still consider us a church plant or 50 years from now, if I'm still the pastor and still alive, is it my responsibility? Just realize I'd be in my 90s, so scratch that. You get what I'm saying? Yes, it's primarily my responsibility. But if you start throwing, you know, maybe this, maybe that, and watered down gospel in, in different groups and in, and kind of not undermining me, but undermining the scriptures in your casual conversations, that is a problem. That is a problem. Well, I know how hard you have it. Now, don't tell anyone I said this. I know Pastor Roger would say that you cannot get a divorce, but I know how bad it is and you just got to do it. Uh, I know, uh, you know what our church believes, but look, 
If you go to that school, even though it means you can't attend a church for four years, can you imagine how how successful you'll be? And, and think about it. You'll be able to buy a home and, 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 and raise your kids with everything they've ever wanted. And I give those examples because you can see how easy it is to do that. And perhaps you have done that. To not say and give and counsel and live the hard truths, the real truths. We need to be careful. So again, we all need to take heed. Think about the analogy Paul's been using. When you lay a foundation for a building, when you build on top of that initial foundation, you need to make sure you know what the foundation is for and what the limits of that foundation are. You don't lay a foundation for a two-story, four-bedroom house with no basement and then decide, you know what? Facebook is looking and so we're going to build a 15-story skyscraper right here. It'll topple. And at the same time, you don't take you know, 10 acres of land and build a foundation for a huge skyscraper and say, you know what, let's scrap that. Let's just, uh, let's just build a, a small garage. You have to understand what the blueprint is for, what the, what the foundation that has been laid is. Because if you build beyond it, or you even introduce other architectural nuances that change the purpose or kind of building you risk the eventual collapse of the whole thing. And you all have seen that happen in local churches. And what we do need to do is look at the foundation and use the right materials and follow the plan of the architect so that we are in compliance with the building code, which is the Bible. And this goes back to the grace and wisdom that Paul spoke of in referencing himself. It is only in keeping with God's wisdom and recognizing God's grace that will keep us from straying, capitulating, manipulating, or perhaps worst of all, staying quiet. In the end, if you call yourself a Christian, a member of the body of Christ, a redeemed part of the people for God's own possession, then you must proclaim Christ and Him crucified. He is the foundation and the guide by which we must do everything, especially in building up the church. Everything must be done based on the gospel. You have been chosen by Christ. Nothing will change that. You cannot reject him. You cannot give up your salvation. You cannot lose your salvation. And thus, Though it may not be happening on a practical day-to-day level, you have been called and redeemed so that the foundation, the gospel, is to be the center of everything you do, not just in the church, but out there in the world. So, if you want to wear a mask or not wear a mask or wash your hands or not wash your hands, your decision for that must be guided by the gospel. You want to black out your profile picture. You want to march. You want to protest. You must do that in accordance with the gospel. Everything you do 
must be done according to the gospel as sure as everything you must do must be done with a beating heart. That's how closely connected it must be to everything you do. Your view on shelter in place, your view on politics, your view on racism as a Christian are wrong, misguided, and do not matter if they are not informed and dictated by the gospel. And yes, the gospel speaks very strongly about all of those issues. Because sin is sin. And right is right and wrong is wrong. But you give in to the world. You give in to the media. You give in to political rhetoric instead of the gospel if you don't build upon the foundation. And that leads us to our fifth and final element of building the church, the cornerstone. The cornerstone. We've seen four of the five thus far, the competence, the contractor, the construction, the code, and now the cornerstone or the foundation. Look at verse 11. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. The foundation is already laid. It's already in place. Notice that Paul laid the foundation. He didn't design it. He didn't come up with it. It wasn't his choosing. The foundation of the church was chosen for him and given to him. And to be clear, the foundation is Jesus Christ. Listen carefully. The foundation is not doctrine. The foundation is not proper doctrine. The foundation is not doctrine about Jesus Christ. The foundation is Christ himself. What does that mean? It means the foundation of the church is his person and his work. The foundation of the church is all that he is and all that he has done In other words, the foundation of the church is the gospel. 1 Corinthians 2.2 For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is the gospel. The foundation of any building dictates the structure of that building. And in the same way, the gospel must dictate the structure of the church. And again, we're not talking about a physical building. We're talking about you. The gospel must dictate the structure of who you are. And that is why I say the cornerstone. We read this in Ephesians chapter 2. But the cornerstone was the first brick or stone that was laid back then, and it would determine the angles and the placement of the rest of the foundation. You could say it was the foundation of the foundation. First Peter 2, Jesus is called the cornerstone. Before the Sanhedrin in the Gospels, Jesus refers to himself as the cornerstone of the church, and quoting Psalm 118. Everything Paul taught the Corinthians and everything he himself did in Corinth emanated from the gospel. Any other foundation would make the building dangerous. Any other foundation would make it cease to be that building. And when you have any other foundation than the gospel, then that people is not the church though they may call themselves such. There are many organizations that call themselves a church. 
but they have laid a foundation of good works, humanism, or even science. That's not the church. The foundation must be Jesus Christ. And how that is lived out after the foundation is laid will vary from culture to culture and nation to nation, but the growth, the construction, the building must be based on the foundation, the gospel. On a practical level, friends, it is not enough to be nice. It is not enough to be caring and compassionate. It is not enough to feed the homeless, to provide for those who are furloughed, or protest inequality. Those things do not make a Christian. Those things do not make a church. But if you want to do those things effectively, with not just practical and temporal, though they may be centuries long, ramifications, start with the gospel. And as I was saying earlier, when you have the gospel in place and as your foundation and motivation, then you're feeding the homeless. You're helping furloughed waiters and waitresses. You're walking to protest inequality will have greater God-glorifying eternal impact. Outside of that, it's just filthy rags. It's just politics. It's just making yourself feel better. What makes someone a Christian is Christ. And what makes people a church is Christ. The truth, this truth, is so valid that Paul says you can't even lay a different foundation. You may live not according to the foundation, but you can't change the foundation. It's already laid. The idea of changing the foundation, the gospel, is absurd because it is impossible. Friends, take heed and rejoice that you are being built up. You have been laid on the foundation. You make up Grace Church of the Bay Area. And what we are, as so many millions of others are across the world, across the globe are, is a people purchased by Christ to glorify Him, to know Him, because we have lived and we have been called and we have been based upon the ever unchanging, eternal gospel truth of Jesus Christ. There is nothing better. And how you live that out, that's up to you. So long as it follows the blueprints. It is not enough to march a certain march or vote a certain way, certainly just because I don't like that guy and what they're doing and how they spoke. That's not gospel-centered. Picking a school uh, without an understanding of what churches are around. Just because you want to get ahead in life. That's not gospel-centered. Picking a church just because you like the music or because people are nice to you 
or because you can get along with everyone. That's not gospel-centered. There are things in our lives, almost everything, that we can do, that unbelievers are doing. But when we have the right perspective, and we base our actions, our voting, our protests, our Facebook posts, our Facebook profile pictures, our raising of the family, whatever it may be, based on the gospel foundation, you know that you're doing it with the right motivation by the grace of God, joyfully and with his power. Don't rejoice and rest in knowing that you are right with God and then do everything according to the world. That's exactly the problem that the Apostle Paul is addressing in the Corinthian church. And remember, they are doing what they think is spiritual. They are following the world's foolishness within the church. And so, we must be like the Apostle Paul, according to the grace of God which was given to me like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Let's pray. This has been Grace to the Bay with Dr. Roger Chen. Grace to the Bay is the radio ministry of Grace Church of the Bay Area, practicing and proclaiming the purity of biblical truth. You're invited to join them for worship service in Burlingame, Sundays at 11 a.m. Visit the website gracebayarea.org for directions and other information, or to view a live stream of the service. As a listener-supported program, we ask that you consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we can continue to share Pastor Roger's teaching with you each week. Donations can be made through our website, kfax.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.